Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. This podcast is for you, and I welcome you to come as you are. There is no judgment here, just folks doing everything they can to stand in their power and show up every single day. So if you're looking for inspiration, welcome. If you're looking to level up or to make a change or you just need a minute, welcome. And if you're looking for some perspective on your circumstances, either personal or professional, well, that's my jam. No matter why you're here, I'm glad you are. And this message is for you. Welcome to my village. This week on The Rutledge Perspective, let's talk about what it really means to be continuously learning, continuously developing, giving yourself the opportunity and being willing to continually be open to something new. And this is really important for this time of year. So this this particular episode is being recorded in late August of 2022, where we still have four months of the year left to get things done uh, in 2022. And I say that intentionally, right? We still have four months left as opposed to we only have four months left. Mindset, right? Perspective is really important for us to to try our best to think in possibilities and opportunities as opposed to scarcity, right? So in this idea of continuously learning and continuously developing, there've been a number of things that that are coming out societally right now that, that butt up against this. One is, you know, while we still have five generations that are in the workplace now, the first time in forever, we're now seeing this real disconnect and, and, focus on how do we both encourage, engage, develop, lift up, all of that kind of stuff, all of the earlier career people, um, generational things notwithstanding, but also continue to develop, support, take advantage of, not in a bad way, but in a good way, of the institutional knowledge of later career people. How do we do both of those things, right? Because both things are true. There is value in that institutional knowledge. And just because you've been working for 20 years, 30 years, whatever it is, doesn't mean you no longer want to learn or develop, that you don't have anything left in your tank. That's simply untrue. And the same thing on the earlier career, There are some folks that are earlier career that actually really do want to take their time as they develop. Not everybody wants that skyrocket trajectory. And so we have a tendency to spread peanut butter across the entire workforce. And especially now with the whole go to work, go back to work and whether or not you're working in the office or not working in the office and remote work and all of this kind of madness, all of that tendency of leaders and organizations to try to uniformly manage people is butting right up against the realities of people are people and there are individuals and there are individual needs. And so that desire to manage uniformly because it's quote unquote easier for me to just treat everybody exactly the same as opposed to the intellectual agility and the executive maturity to manage consistently and equitably, which is different, right? That allows for you to see people as individuals and to respond to their needs individually within a construct, right, that you have put together. And so with all of these things happening, what has come about is many, many more people going towards the end of the year and saying, man, okay, what am I gonna do next? How do I get prepared for this next thing? And that includes me. 
you know, I am embarking upon a 90 day accelerator myself. And, and I really had to think about it as I got towards these last four months of the year, what was missing? What are the things I needed to do? What are the questions that I kept asking myself and kept butting up against something that I have all these ideas and all these things I want to do, but there was this stagnation, right? This, this paralysis, what is that? And just like every physician needs a physician, every doctor needs a doctor, every coach needs a coach, every advisor needs an advisor, we all need someone else to help us move through the thing we're trying to move through. And so I signed up for this accelerator that I'm really excited about. And one of the first things that you have to do is kind of a time audit, not kind of, is a time audit. Now, it harkens back to those of you who have been in professional services, it harkens back to that, right? Accounting for every bit of your time, being very intentional about how you're spending all of your time during the day, because in professional services, you're billing people for that time. And so you don't want to underbill or overbill a particular client for work. So you want to be very accurate in your recording of where you're spending your time. And so this whole accelerator starts with that, with the premise of you have time. It's kind of like that book I always tell you guys about, The Big Leap, right? He talks about Newtonian time and Einstein time. We have time for the things that are important. We just don't always necessarily utilize our time in the best manner or put it in the right context, right? It's not that you don't have time to do something. It's that your choice is to do something different. And so as I'm doing this time study, all of that, you know, nervousness and anxiety, oh my God, you know, because it's... Why, why would you lie in your own time study, right? You just got to be real in where you're spending your time, where you're wasting your time. How much time are you spending scrolling through Instagram? All of these kind of things. And so all of the anxiety starts. I'm like, man, I'm going to find out how much time I'm wasting it. I can't believe I'm doing this. And, and it brought up this whole construct that I tell all of my clients is when you are trying to learn something, when you're gathering information, it is important to be open. It is important to look at the information as information. It is data. It is something that is going to give you information upon which to make a decision. And we're in clarity month, right? Vision month. The second month of every quarter is about clarifying your vision, getting really clear on what it is you want. And part of that process is understanding then what are the things you need to be able to get there so you can make a plan in month three, right? So going through an, a, a time audit, just as an example, and, and seeing all the things written down, I spent 15 minutes doing this. It took me four hours to do this. I didn't eat when I was supposed to. I'm only eating once a day. I'm not getting my exercise in. What all the things are that you're judging yourself about, the power of a time audit is in the information it provides you. The danger of a time audit, for those of you who are type A insecure overachievers, for those of you who are always looking for some reason why something isn't working, the danger of doing something like a time audit is it gives you ammunition as opposed to information. Ammunition to beat yourself up, ammunition to say, see, that's why it doesn't work. Ammunition. But because it's called the Rutledge Perspective, I'm going to offer this. When you're doing something like a time audit or anything else where you're evaluating the work that you are doing or where you're spending your time or where you're spending your money, energy, effort, any of your resources, shift your perspective and say, I am asking myself this question. I am doing this evaluation in order to understand where I might be out of habit spending my resources that is not of the best use of those resources. And by then knowing that information, I am able to shift my resources where they are of more benefit to me and to others that I am trying to serve. 
just a shift in perspective. You're finding out information in order to make substantial change or to truly sit in something that's really working as opposed to finding ammunition in order to beat yourself up. You're not trying to find support for why all the things are not working. You're trying to find information to ensure that they will. And that is a big, powerful shift. And it is not easy because when we often are evaluating ourselves and enter that self-awareness mode, self-evaluative mode, we tend to look for the things that are wrong. You know, I mentioned professional services. I spent some time in professional services and I've spent some time in, in corporations as well. And there is a, a tactic that is just a little bit different. It's not unreasonable, but it becomes a cultural challenge. And that is when you start doing evaluations of people and you're in professional services, especially something like accounting, right? Or legal, where there are serious ramifications when people don't perform well, there is a tendency to begin the evaluation with all of the things that are wrong, all of the things that are missing, right? They don't know how to do this. They don't understand this well. This was something that wasn't done on time. These are the kind of things that are really compliance related. There is a tendency in those organizations to really focus on the gaps, focus on the things that are missing. And then, oh, by the way, well, yeah, they do this pretty good. In organizations, often, there is a tendency that also when taken to an extreme becomes unhelpful to only focus on the things that are great. You did this great. You were so good at this. This is such a powerful piece. This is your superpower. Blah, 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 blah. All the great things. Oh, and by the way, we really need to work on this. Again, in both cases, you're burying the lead, right? And you're being unclear. Clarify your vision. You're being unclear. In those professional services organization, yes, there is a tendency to focus on the things that are missing because there are some serious ramifications when people don't know how to audit well, right? If financial statements really aren't evaluated well, a la Enron, right? There are real serious ramifications of that. However, it is also proven time after time after time that if you can tell people, hey, look, here's what the expectations were. We were really clear about that. Here's all the places where you met those expectations. And we need to really hone in on those things because those are your strengths. Here are some places that are truly gaps in your knowledge that can become true problems as we go forward in your ability to continue to move through the organization. And here's what we're going to do to help you develop those right? So it is still a clear conversation. You have started with the things that are good. So you understand what the skills are. So you're not talking about you. You're trying not to use that pronoun. You're trying to focus on behaviors and skills, those things that are observed. And then you're tying the gaps to actual outcomes and consequences. These are the kinds of behaviors, the kinds of misses that truly can cause real problems in our financial statements going forward. And therefore we've really got to shore up this particular skill right? You are still addressing it. You're still being clear about it, but it's not that you are beating someone up because they're just not worthy. You're taking their character out of the conversation because their character is none of your business. What is your business is the skills that you need for them to be able to perform their job. In organizations, I call it the kindness culture, right? We have a, a, a difficult time having these conversations that are really pointed, right? These are the things that people aren't doing well. They're not treating people well. They're talking to people wrong. They're not getting stuff done on time. All of these things that are really causing problems for the organization and for the team, right? They're becoming a problem on the team. 
but we bookend it. You do this really good. And you know, we really got to work on this, but you do this other stuff really good. We bury it in the good because we're afraid to have a candid conversation. Again, if we focus on the details of the information that we're trying to provide, then we give the opportunity for the person to learn, for the person to develop, for the person to grow. Because it's not about a character assassination. It is about alleviating a gap in a skill, in experience, in behavior that is causing an outcome that is unwanted or unable to be tolerated. It's about helping people learn so that they can grow. And we have to do that same thing for ourselves. So just as in organizations, there is a need to get much better about focusing on the gap for the gap's sake as how it impacts the intended or expected or desired outcome, the same thing we have to do for ourselves internally. When we are trying to evaluate where we are, what we want, what we're trying to do, where we're trying to go, that evaluation should center upon how do we gain success? How do we take information that helps us do something different as opposed to gain ammunition to beat ourselves up and put ourselves in paralysis, to tell ourselves a story that may not be true, to buy into that as they say, lizard brain, you know, polyvagal nervous system piece of the stories that are causing anxiety that may not be true. They may be based on real experiences, but the stories themselves that are telling us we're not worthy, we're not capable, we can't learn, we can't do. Those stories are not true. So giving ourselves the ability to look at what we are trying to do as information to help us get there with greater success is a shift in perspective that enables you to move more powerfully through the things you want to move through. It is also a perspective that I challenge leaders to look at as you're bringing your organizations back together to say, you know, those people who are have more institutional knowledge, who have been here longer, who may or may not have aspirations to be in the executive suite, but are not at the end of their career, they still have an opportunity and a desire to learn and grow and develop. Don't assume because someone has a few grays that they no longer want to build and grow, that they no longer want to see something new, that they're going to be not technically savvy. Don't make those assumptions. You know what they say about assuming. Don't make those assumptions. Just because someone is later in their career does not mean that they are incapable, unable, or lack desire to do something different. That is simply spreading peanut butter based on old biases. And when you know better, you do better. And we know better. So let's not do that, right? Let's understand that everyone has the capability and the opportunity to learn and grow and develop. And if we provide those, those means for them to do that, there's no telling how far people can go and how much value they can add to your institution, your organization, your team, your whatever. And how much value you can add to yourself if you allow yourself to take this information as an opportunity to grow. It is just information, right? It's just data. It is something that you can use to move where you want to go. It is not an opportunity for you to continue to beat yourself up. You can, you have a choice. You can stay in that place, but is that place serving you? Or is that place only serving to hold you back? And you have an obligation 
to share your gifts with others. We are all here for a purpose. Every single one of us, we all have a purpose. And it's our obligation to live into that purpose. And part of that is continuing to learn and to grow and to develop and to give ourselves the opportunity to gather more information because life changes us. Circumstances change us. And each of those experiences serves to make us a new and better and brighter and more intelligent person. And so we owe it to ourselves to take advantage of all of that and use it. Use it. Use the good. Use the bad. Use the ugly. Use the hard. Use the seemingly insurmountable to move to the next thing. Because if it happened to you, there's a reason. There's a reason. There's learning in that that you can then use to serve someone else or to serve yourself. Someone is waiting for your gifts. Someone is looking for you. So take your opportunity in these four months that we still have remaining in 2022 to find that thing that you want to learn. What is that piece you really want to sink into and develop and grow? And where do you want to create space to continue to do that? And then take that opportunity. The year is not over yet. You are not done yet. There is lots left to do and there are people looking for you. Have a fantastic week this week. Go out and learn something. Go out and get some information on you or on something else and use it to your advantage. We will catch you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and for connecting. You can find previous episodes of the podcast on my website at laurelrutledge.com forward slash podcast. You can also find me on social media at Laurel K. Rutledge and or The Rutledge Perspective. And I'd love your perspective on the things we talk about. And if there's a specific topic you want me to cover, just let me know. And please share this podcast with someone in your village who may need this little piece of perspective today. And if you're so inclined, I would really appreciate a five-star rating and review on the platform of your choice. Apple Podcasts and Spotify reviews are particularly helpful. Thank you again for listening. Take care.